Paul the Apostle was on a road journey to Damascus. It's called the Damascus Road Experience. What really happens, he got knocked off his horse when he thought he was doing the right thing. He was going from Jerusalem to Damascus. He was going to arrest a bunch of Christians. And even though he knew he was right, and everything about him and all his context said, you're right, he was wrong. And he found out when God knocked him down. But the real story of Paul's life is not just the Damascus Road. It's what happened afterwards. The time he spent in training, the time he spent working with men who mentored him, And so the story today and what we want to talk about on Brave Men today is how do you get back up and get back in something, even though your filter is shifted and the way you do things is pivoted, how do you restart? We'll talk about that today on Brave Men. It's Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Wisdom and courage for the journey. So uh, I had to restart my computer today, Paul, because it oh. didn't work. Really? Yeah. So I think everything needs a restart once in a while. It seems like when you restart your computer, it cleans it out and it's better and ready to go. It's faster. Well, yeah, because it, yeah, when you restart, it's like hard starting back, going back on your phone and doing a hard restart yeah. because it, and it all seems to work better because you've recalibrated it. So recalibrating yeah. is is what we're talking about today. Restarting, how do you get knocked down, get back up? And, um, you know, for this entire second season, Brian, you've been co-hosting. And what's funny is, you know, as I listened back to some episodes of Brave Men, and you've done a yeah. great job. By the way, we've, got, we've gotten a number of compliments. Um, I think they must, I think they were all relatives. But nonetheless, the number of compliments of people who said, man, I love the way you guys talk to each other, you know, the interaction. You're easy. You're easy to talk to. And and you've been uh, great. But I but as I listened back, it was kind of like, hey, I'm Brian. (laughs) You know, it's like, well, here's Brian. And everybody's like, well, we've never explained who is Brian. And I think to Hmm. me, it's a fascinating story. You're the executive vice president of North America at Wings Brand Activation. Uh, you've also owned and uh, had companies that you've built in this whole field of advertising, marketing, media, mm-hmm. um, all those areas. I mean, you can tell us more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's who Brian is. You're married, you're, your wife, you've got kids. Yep. Wife is a cancer survivor. Um, you started running, jogging, right? I did. In response when to I turned, that. When I turned 50, I started that. It wasn't until you turned 50. Wow. Yeah, 50. Wow. And you've actually done marathons? Yep. Five five full marathons. And your wife has done more than that? 25. Wow. I think. That's yeah, amazing. Including the, including the world majors, which is the five big ones around the world. So in other words, and you have to qualify for those. You don't just get to go. Uh, most you do. Uh, um, if yeah. Ber, uh, let's see, Boston uh, is a qualifier, but you can go via charity, and so that's how Fran yeah. did it. She did it via charity. And what's your yeah. wife's name again? Fran Francis. Right. Fran. I knew that, but I want to make sure we tell her. Yeah, they have to know. Yeah, we have to, know. Have to know. All of us need yeah. to know. Yeah, and, right. and your daughter. Right. 
Sarah. She's uh, she works in New York City for Verizon in the marketing department. And then our son Brian Jr. is a, a software engineer at Standard and Poor's S and P in Manhattan. Wow. Now tell me about uh, you were in New York for many years. Yeah, um, fifteen years, something like really? that. Yeah. And you built a company there. We did. We, uh, I, I had spent time in New York working in the communications industry for a couple mm-hmm. of communications companies and, uh, migrated to, uh, kind of after the nine 11 timeframe, uh, started a, a company in the, in the IT space. And, and that morphed a couple of years later into a social media digital agency, which was uh, called media connect partners, which we had for a long time. Wow. And it became very large, very successful. Yeah, it did pretty good. Yeah. We had, um, I think we ended up with about 30, 30 employees or so and, wow. and some contractors and in, in, uh, in the States and a couple of their continents. And, and really, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a great company to have. Yeah. And, and then you, you guys moved, sold the company. Yep. Yep. And you yep. had to do, to, you had to actually do what we're talking about. You had to recalibrate. Oh my gosh. And, and at, you know, in the, the late, late, you know, late forties, early fifties. Yeah. Age wise. It's Yeah. Age wise. And yeah. it's one of those things where, you know, you think to yourself, am I, is it too late to do this? It, wow. Why am I 50 and I'm rebooting? Wow. You know, um, yet I know you have friends in business world who have, uh, in fact, your, your friend who owns the, the restaurants, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Who, who's restarted even later than that and, and, yeah. and tried again. So, yeah, uh, yeah so that same, same age, basically same age restarted. Yeah. So what was yeah. the, what was it you held on to? Because when we say you had to restart, essentially you thought you had built something that was going to provide an income and, and it didn't quite work, work out that way. Um, you know, I think just times change. I think I think our company uh, was focused on on tactical social media uh-huh. strategies for five hundred one c threes for nonprofit organizations, and and the world keeps moving. And I mean, then everything changed. You know, everything changes, and you can't you can't stay. You can't stay. You have to be fluid, and you have to watch the world around you in in marketing and digital stuff. You you can't just. You know, Paul, if you and I were recording this on our Atari 2600s, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know what that is, it's an old video game system from like yeah. the 70s. I think you could play <laughs> Pong on that, wasn't that? Pong asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> asteroids, that's right. You could shoot them. Asteroids. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was all so, black and white too. So people would say, you know, why are you recording this podcast on an Atari? You can't do that. You have to move on. Wow. You know, as we record this, I'm in Florida, you're in Texas, and uh, for all intents and purposes, it sounds like we're right next to each other. Yeah, right? but and but it's all part of life, every part of life. And I'm sitting outside, actually. That's why you hear these birds. So all yeah, of a sudden, awesome. like two guys fighting over here. At least, at least my neighbor's not mowing his lawn. <laughs> yeah. But but what happens is is uh, it doesn't matter what part of life you're in. You change is always constant. There's always going to be change, but this was a big change for you guys, for you and Fran. How'd you, how'd you pivot that? And what did you hold on to, Brian? Yeah, it's, there's been so many, (laughs) so many of those, Paul. Um, You know, 
there was the, the, the business change. And at the same, nearly at the same time, my wife was going through a, a, a breast cancer journey. Wow. And, and so you find yourself trying to, you know, in many, in many single, let's see, in many two family, two parent households, both mm-hmm. parents work, you know, yeah. maybe they don't all the time. Maybe the father is, or the mother is, but in our case, um, we're trying to run a business, trying to be a caregiver to my wife, yeah. help her through that journey. And, um, and, with and kids, we had the opportunity, uh, what's that? With, with children that are oh, uh, at yeah. that point, were they teens, late teens? Yeah, they were, yeah, at this point they were, they were out of the house, I guess this mm-hmm. would be five, six years ago. So they were okay, out okay. in college. Yeah. But, um, you know, you just pray every day for, you really have to pray every day for wisdom and that wow. every step is ordered. In fact, I don't know how you do it without God and have faith because we even met people along the way that we should have met mm. that helped us with this journey. Wow. You know, a, a, a doctor here or a business person here. Yeah. And, and so you get up and you pray and, and, and then you, at the end of the day, I would tell my wife, Fran, <laughs> Paul, at the end of the day, you put your head down and you're like, well, that day didn't go all like I, like I planned it. <laughs> huh. That's not how I planned that day. And, yeah. and so, uh, you know, we had the opportunity to, to sell the agency. And so we did that. And then we rebooted immediately with a new, a new company to help um, C-level executives with marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And so we've had uh, the ability to help, you know, C-levels around the world with the high level I call it fractional CMO. So fractional, you know, uh, uh, chief marketing officer duties and help. Wow. Them. So, okay. But if so we hadn't I gone through that. this whole journey, we wouldn't have known yeah. that. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I get that as a fractional CMO. You, so rather than paying a full-time a person to do that, you come in and fill it for whatever amount of time that is. Sure. New. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And that's, and that's what you're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing now. Whew. Man, but how do you, you know, did you have someone, you know, when you read the Bible and you're looking at scripture and stuff, was there something that kind of stood out to you that was resilient? Yeah. You know, there's, there's a, there's a couple things. Um, it's a couple verses that, that I kind of go back on and, and I can, on a previous episode, we talked about our 9-11 story about how on 9-11 we we found ourselves homeless and yeah. uh, we lived about a block away. And then, then there was, uh, things like this, my wife's cancer journey. And, wow. and uh, there's, there's a, a song from the 1980s from a, from a, a great guy named Michael W. Smith. Oh yeah. Who, uh, who during the pandemic, by the way, has had a Saturday night praise, uh, time on YouTube every Saturday night at 6 PM Eastern. Wow. And he just sings for a half hour and he gives worship. It's called worship around the world. But in the eighties, he had a song called be strong and courageous. Yeah. And, and it really is, um, uh, a nod to Joshua one nine, you know, mm. or, uh, I'll read this from the NIV. It's have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go. Mm. And, um, you know, that's it. It's, it's not, there's no hum and hawing around that. He's kind of right there in black and white. Yeah. Um, don't be afraid. Okay. I'm afraid. Well, don't be, it says it right here. Don't be afraid. I'm with you. 
um, the Lord your God is with you. And then um, over in Jeremiah, Jer- Jeremiah, uh, <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah, well, that's. I think that's how they say it in Eastern. Um, Thank Russia. you. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Jeremiah uh, twenty nine. You know, again, it's right here in black white. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. Yeah, another so, translation, not for your destruction. There you go. So it's pretty clear. And and I just, I as I look back at at the journey we've had, uh, every time there's been an obstacle, when you kind of, you know, when you kind of come up to it, and if you're listening today, you come up against an obstacle. You know, there have been times when I lay in bed at night and I play, um, uh, uh, like Jeopardy in my head, like bill bills for five hundred, <laughs> right? Yeah, or yeah. I'll take Thursday, Thursday for three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, you know, diet issues for five hundred, <laughs> and and you you lay there and and you're playing this game of Jeopardy in your head, and wow. and and just you know, go back to the scripture. You know, wow. don't be afraid. God knows what to do. He's got your plans. And, and I tell you what, we've, we've lived through nine 11. We've lived through some, some other things. And, um, every time when I look back, really the Lord was there all the time. Mm. I don't know why we're still here. I don't know why we're even alive today. I don't know why when I ran through the towers to find my kids, something didn't land on me. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that God had a plan and, um, you know, this last week, uh, Paul, one of my clients is a uh, speaker for kids and he, he speaks to kids about self-image and he's speaking, mm-hmm. he's spoken to nine or 10 million kids around the world. Right. And, uh, we helped him with a live webcast to schools around the world. Wow. And, uh, and at the end of the webcast, uh, a day or two later, he sent me a note, two kids had written their school saying that they were in a, in a bad place maybe going to take their life, et cetera. They watched the webcast and they sought help. Wow. So, so we were able to put this together via a webcast and we had an impact on kids in our world. So maybe that's why I'm still here. Yeah. But in other words, we don't know. And uh, so the reason right. so you hold on nine yeah. 11 uh, business changes, friends got cancer, you know, uh, there's always drama because we're alive and we're people in a broken world. And yet you hold on to this, take courage, don't be afraid. And because you hold on and use your gifts and talents and skills to help this guy do a webcast to young people who might otherwise right now be gone, be dead because of suicide are alive and recalibrating their lives. Shoot, man, that's that's why we hold on, Brian. I mean, that's it right yeah. there. That's that, you know. So we hold on for ourselves and for others, but it's for others. It's um, you know sure. that that whole endurance and resilience is a real thing because a lot of people right now, millions of of us right now are are pivoting our lives. We're changing the way we do things. Uh, we're changing the things we do. We're changing our businesses because of all this COVID nineteen. Uh, stuff mm-hmm. it's fundamentally changed the way business uh, operates and some of the businesses but the other side of it is in the middle of a crisis there's opportunity there is 
You know, you know, my my take has always been, Paul, and and I listen. I'm I'm not the smartest guy. There's a lot of smart people out there, but when you know, whatever thirty years ago when I lost my job one time, uh, I think my wife told me, you know, just get up, shower, shave, put on your dress clothes, and get get to work finding a job. Right. That's your new job. And yeah, yeah. that's your new job. Don't wake up late and and and. Uh, don't brush your teeth and look like yeah. a slob, yep. you know, whatever. And when, when COVID hit, when this pandemic hit, um, it affected me and our business. It, we, you know, we had some clients who, who rethought their budgets and so forth. And so we had to think and, but still for me, it was getting up every day, taking a shower, shaving, putting on clothes, at least a shirt. I didn't, I didn't always wear pants. <laughs> well, you don't have to, if you're on zoom, no. You see no, I don't wear, I'm not wearing pants right now. <laughs> But that's not a picture we we needed right then. Yeah, but uh, um, you but, told me one you know, time. It, you told me one time that France France said to you, Are "You wearing cologne?" <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I even put cologne on just to you know, it's a thing. And uh, for me, that's the frame of mind that gets me going in the day, yeah. and 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 I have a better day. Um. Well, you know, I, I bought a little. It's what we talked about in that uh, podcast we did, triage for the troubled heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the first things we talked about is don't lose your rhythm. Yeah, it's really true. You know, that's yeah. Galatians. I think it's Galatians five or one or whatever. Anyway, it's Galatians, and uh, Paul says to them, "Hey, who bumped into you and caused you to lose your rhythm?" Mm-hmm. He said, "You guys are jacked up. What what happened to you?" You know, you were doing so well. In fact, he says it that way. It's like a race. And, and you're a marathoner, so you understand this. And he says, like a race, you get bumped into. And uh, who, who bumped into you and caused you to lose stride? Because you're messed up. Remember, he was having to tell those guys, you know, don't, don't get drunk during communion. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. eat all the bread before the guests. <laughs> yeah. You know, hilarious stuff. But it was real. He's writing them letters. I mean. And it's so easy to get off stride, man. This is so good, Brian. You stay with it. You, your job becomes finding a job. You know, and and I think kind of like running, you can't wake up today and expect to run a marathon tomorrow. Right. If if someone said to you, Paul, hey, this Saturday there's a marathon, you're going to run it. And you, you you really can't do it. You haven't trained. You're not ready for it. You don't have the right shoes. You you don't know how to hydrate and eat along the way. You right. have to for the, those of you who don't run. You have to like carry little goos with you and and, and hydration because yeah. you have to keep yourself energy energy and have, give energy along the way. But if you are trained and you're ready to go, you have a good shot of completing the race. Right. And, and I think you have to go into life you know, the same way is, is you need to be trained all the time so you can complete the race. Um, you know, my wife knows this, we've talked about this, but when she entered her, her cancer journey, her breast cancer journey, which she's totally healed today, she went into it healthy. Mm. And I know that's not the case for everybody, but, but at least she went into it healthy and she was able to complete that journey successfully. Yeah. She didn't start off on a, on a bad foot. Yeah. And, and I think whether it's your career or your health or getting ready for a job change or, or running train train as if 
get you're going to do healthy. it. Get yourself ready to go. You yeah. Know, that way when it, wow. you, you know, you know, when you enter that, you're ready to go. Um, and, uh, I think there's a Bible story in there somewhere, <laughs> but, but, um, you know, train, train as if it's going to happen. Yeah. And then you then when you enter that journey, you're ready to do it. Yeah. Well, Proverbs talks over and over about if you're going to be successful, you, you, uh, do the work you need to do ahead of time. You know, James, the half brother of Jesus, he, he talked over and over about faith and works, but he talked about, um, the works is going to come out of your faith. In other words, you get your heart healed, start working through stuff, and then take the next step. It's it's something we talked about in uh, Just a Bartender, the book, where uh, we talked about um, God loves things that start, so he created seeds. There you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fantastic to have you on uh, season two, Brian, and be a part of the uh, – uh, the entire podcast season, but I wanted everybody to hear from you uh, this because you are a, not only a survivor, but a thriver and you help other people thrive. And I think that's a secret. I think that's the the thing that you mentioned earlier about uh, helping this guy do that, that uh, webcast worldwide, touch so many people and you do that. You help lots of people. And um, so thanks for being uh, my co-host, it's been a, a fantastic time to hang out. It is. Well, you're easy to talk to. And, and Paul, you know, I, I, as a, as a kid growing up in Tacoma, Washington, I remember your father Yeah. and, uh, and yeah. I, I know for certain I've met him and shook his hand. I know I have. Wow. And, um, and my grandparents knew your family going back and there's a lot of as we found out one day when we were just having coffee, there's a lot of ways we connected even our yeah, legacy. My sister our Joanne had photos. Yeah. Uh, let me think of your dad and my dad, wasn't it? Yeah. They, my, your, your sister was at my parents' wedding. That's right. Which, yeah. Yeah. Which we, we just found out it was the craziest thing. And, <laughs> and we all that. had never, had never met. And, and I just want to thank you for everything you do, you know, taking your father's legacy yeah. Uh, CMN, what everything CMN does, all the resources that you work tirelessly at, you know, for a guy in his nineties, you've just done an amazing job. <laughs> and I don't look uh, so bad. <laughs> well, I, you know, I think you've got a big wedding anniversary coming up in the near future too. Yeah. 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 yeah we yeah. do. And I'm not supposed but, to tell, but I mean, when you hit 50 years married, it's like, you can't not tell. So Judy's, yeah. you know, when when my wife was in her mid thirties, my kids thought she was thirty five for six years. It's a true story. So how old's your mom? She's thirty five, and uh, <laughs> for six years. And so uh, she doesn't like people adding up numbers. She goes, "If you tell them we've been married forty eight years, they're going to go, oh, well then that's uh, yeah. let me see, that's that carry the three, yeah. uh, you know." And so, yeah. uh, but yeah, next year, man, uh, September, 2021, which might be awesome. this year when you're listening to this particular episode, uh, right. it'll be 50 years, man. Hashtag 50 year marriage. Yeah, it's true. So, well, there's so yeah. many great resources that you, you guys have built up at CMN and, uh, it's, it's great to be part of, of the CMN family. So thank you very well, much. It's great Appreciate having you it. a part of it. And thanks for being my co-host yeah. on season two. Love you, Brian. It's a blast. Thank you for uh, everything you do. And, and for those of you who, who listen and subscribe, we're really thankful. Uh, uh, the, uh, 
podcast is available on every single podcast platform. And, and I just pulled statistics today. In fact, Paul, I got to send them to you. Um, but week over week, more and more listeners are tuning in. So people must be telling their friends and, uh, it's, it's a testament to the great, uh, interviews you bring on. Um, boy, can you tease any, any future interviews or no, you don't want to do that? Well, if I tease future, they might, depending on when you listen to this, they might be past. That's true. <laughs> so there's a great one that we've, we, the great interviews coming. I could, I could so, actually list them all as future. That's and true. Somebody would go that's like, true. oh crap, you know, I better stick around. Because <laughs> if I list them as all past, they'd go, oh, well, shoot, I missed it. What the heck? That's true. In this nonlinear world, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> true story. Listen, we uh, uh, love to hear from you. So drop us a note, paul at cmn.men, paul at cmn.men. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Good, bad, otherwise, suggestions, uh, let us know. Uh, Paul reads every single one of those emails, and uh, we may include some of your comments on a future episode of Brave Men Podcast. That'd be great. And uh, lastly, you know, cmn.men, go there, drop us a note, join our mailing list. And we'll keep you up to date on the next uh, season of, of Brave Men and what you know what's going on here with the podcast. Um, thank you, Paul, for a great season. It's fantastic. You're awesome. Well done, Brian. You're awesome, man. Thank you very much. For Paul Cole, I'm Brian Boyd. We'll see you next time on the Brave Men podcast. You've just experienced Brave Men with Paul Lewis Cole. Paul is president of the Christian Men's Network. Connect with Paul at cmn.men or write to him at paul at cmn.men.